1: got it all. Got it all. It could all.
0: 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Kulin Nations and a combination of Wurundjeri and Bunurong. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people listening in today, and we acknowledge that all the lands on this large island and smaller surrounding ones were stolen and never ceded, and that reconciliation is very much an ongoing process I'm Scott Morrison. I'm your giant person who has every paid and volunteer role in the country. No, I'm Sally Goldner. As I said, I use the pronouns she, her, and I'm a gender whisperer and loving it. And welcome to listeners of all genders, including, but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for your company. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the program. If you have a comment, question or query, we love queries on this show. Um. You can do the means of communication are out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com, SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook on three CR eight five five AM. Uh, Sorry, out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne and my page Sally Goldner. And remember, any opinions that I express on the show are strictly my own and not those of any organisation with which I have been associated past or present. If you want a snail mail 3CR, you can do so PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066, where communications diverse. They're not likely, I don't think, to have any content warnings for today, uh, but if something comes up in the course of the show... Naturally, we'll mention the numbers you can call. A couple of issues to start with on the show today, and um, one, well, it seems it's lit, it's on the front page of the Sunday Age, um, but it's also right at the um, part, um, the um, heart of rainbow communities, and that's um, the headline: Monkeypox mystery surge in Melbourne and twenty locally acquired cases. And previously, most cases were amongst travellers returning from overseas, and um, the Victorian Deputy Chief Health o- Officer of Communicable Disease, Associate Professor Deborah Friedman, is said she is pretty concerned about the increase, and it doesn't seem to be happening in other states and territories, presumably. Um, and so, what's the the go there? Um, same access to vaccines, same roughly the same messaging going out. So. Um, what is the issue? Um, and one gay nightclub in Fitzroy, well, one night at a gay club, um, as this the report, um, continuation on page six says, if you're on the tree version of your newspaper, um, has sto- um, stopped a particular night. Come to that in a second. Australian Federation of AIDS Organisations Deputy Chief Executive Heath Painter FAO, said that um, people returning from virus hotspots should avoid prolonged contact with people. Now, this is the critical issue um, about prolonged contact, um, which I'll come to again in a second. So uh, really important that we look at that and um, said abstinence is not a mid to long term solution but it um, is a reasonable task where people have returned from settings where there are community cases of monkeypox to avoid sexual contact or physical contact for two weeks so they can monitor for any symptoms. Simon Ruth, CEO at Thorn Harbour Health, um, which of course has been around since the 1980s, um, said that um, wouldn't work. However, it's not a practical and viable option and that the answer is that this is happening in Melbourne right now and that they need to be informed in making their own decisions. I think they're two equally valuable perspectives and valued. Um, I think everyone's got to make their own call about what's safe, but um, prevention, I think it's also about sort of try, prevention and caution, which needs to happen till we just have know a little more about this particular local outbreak. Um, now, Simon Ruth has said that um, Australia had not done enough to procure vaccines and they should be releasing what stockpile, um, what they have into the national stockpile and hitting Melbourne hard. And the club in question um, is Circuit, a well-known club in the rainbow communities, particularly for um, men, and I'm going to come back to this in a minute, men having sex with men. Circuit has um, cancelled their Naked Night Adam, which was happening on Monday nights um, as a preventative measure. And I think that's a sensible move myself. I, I don't claim to be an expert in communicable um, uh, sort of stuff. Um, My expertise is more LGBTIQ than, say, HIV or other transmissible things. But I think that's sensible at the moment, particularly if people are naked. But um, this article does have a, um, a sort of inset on preventing it. Um, there's been 40 cases in Victoria, 20 locally transmitted cases. It spreads from person to person through skin to skin contact with an, and contact with contaminated surfaces or items and resp- respiratory droplets. And so this um, dot point, the next dot point, the outbreak has disproportionately impacted men who have sex with men. It can affect anyone who has prolonged contact with someone with the virus. Um, it says people should isolate from others and abstain from sex while symptomatic until their lesions have healed and use condoms with all sexual partners for eight weeks afterwards and um, be careful if you are returning from hotspots such as Europe and North America. Now, I think that's all. As I say, it's not my expertise. Check out sites like Thorn Harbour, Acon, or FAO for more information. But the thing that I would say on this, I mean, this program has the our little intro, um, says that we are a program covering bi, pan, polyamorous, um, trans issues. So it says men having sex with men. Now, this leads to interesting situations, but it also says anyone with um, having um, you know, prolonged contact. So what happens then if we are talking about someone, and I'm going to use the language to start with, assigned male. So a trans woman who has sex with cisgender men. A a non-binary person who was assigned male has sex with men, but where to assign female coming in? I just hope I am not an expert in this area, but I so ask the question: Are we being as inclusive as we can in our messaging? If someone wants to correct me on that or inform me about that, let me know. But as a trans person, not that I'm um, go to clubs, have multiple partners at this time, um, I can. I just I do feel a little concerned. And um, we've just had a, um, um, a message come in, um, Monkeypox doesn't, um, from Wombat, Monkey po- Monkeypox doesn't sound like a fun and cheerful Sunday afternoon discussion, hope next week we have a glitter topic to offset it. Well, um, look, you, it's a fair point, it's not fun, but we do have to get that out there. This is community radio, Wombat, and um, it is an issue. Um, but hoping in the next few weeks to talk to the authors of a book i um, writing, Positive Trans Stories, and hopefully soon we'll have a launch of the Stand By Us conference. And I might have some exciting glittery news coming up in the next couple of weeks I'm on a combination of the personal and community front, so there's, something, there's some hints for you to um, get us through. But there will be another important topic coming up on a different aspect of intimacy coming up in the next segment, and that's about... Um, um and women and sex so um we'll and i think that by some inclusion um there could be um an element of non-binary and gender diverse and agender and those beyond the binary in our next um topic as well um forgot to thank heather for out of the blue diving deep for marine news, as they as she and the crew always do from eleven thirty till noon every sunday uh, make sure you check out um the show or on, on podcast or um on demand as all shows on three c r three c and um also um, I forgot to do something else <clears throat> I mentioned that the opening track was. From the late great Jeff Healey, someone who was very un- who was unique. I was going to say very unique. That's um, a very much a, a tautology. I remember once watching football, and the um, commentator said, "We've got full coverage of the highlights." So we're not doing that. Um, but seriously, um, and thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, and we opened up with Jeff Healey from a Greatest Hits compilation. Unique guitar player played the guitar while it was resting on the knees, and got um, better access that way. And um, whether that was because Jeff um, was vision impaired slash blind, um, or whether that's just how he felt like playing it, I don't know. But he certainly, I think, inspired musicians um, with that uniqueness. And that's why I thought I'd just open up with that today. Um, but let's mo- keep the mo- music moving. Um, something Sometimes you've got to keep pushing along. Here's the Dingoes from their 2010 comeback album after they were inducted into the ARIA Hall of Fame and a track called Try Anyway. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
1: (laughs)
2: Some things are out of bounds, or so they told me. When it comes to love, I'm just a fool. I disregard the rules. No bars can hold me. There's been a trail of broken hearts It lost the will, or never started out with the right frame of mind. There's no bridge. That I won't burn There's no leaf That can't be turned We might come from sides opposed But all the doors are never closed They're sticking Chances are we could take a dive But there's always hope All hope's alive and kicking Might get rough I know I want you bad enough I'll go under Before I turn back Cause there's no ocean That I won't swim And there's no chance That looks too slim I'll try Sometimes it seems the game is lost The effort just ain't worth the cost of playing anymore I know we live in desperate times One side falls, the other climbs way above the law The culture you wear don't suit the season Dreamers in an age of reason Always face the winter's bitter cold Without romance, no use telling me I don't stand a chance of trying. Gonna tie me down
3: Mainstream media is not interested in this stuff. It doesn't find space to talk truthfully and deeply about issues that affect all
0: Australians. The only place predominantly you will find that with any real depth is on community radio, and 3CR has been one of the great leaders in that. So if people are wondering where they should spend
2: their hard-earned cash, I would suggest 3 cr is a bloody good place to start.
3: What your name is, we've got the help. Lots of changes, we need more brothers.
0: luciano and georgia keats supported by the australian queer archive present queer ways retracing melbourne's queer footprint queer ways is a community art project that maps the queer history of melbourne combining our community's stories and voices past and present into a permanent interactive record of being queer in melbourne Visit www.queerways.melbourne now to record your story in queer history and explore our city's
2: untold history. Queerways, a 3CR supporter.
0: 3CR, 8.55am, 5, 5 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Prior to the messages, we heard from the Dingoes from their 2010 album Tracks, reuniting after a very long time um, with um, all four of the five original line-up, but one who John Lee, who had sadly passed on, but lots of great um, backing musicians as well. And um, produced and recorded by the fabulous Karen Tolhurst, who, after the Dingoes originally broke up in the late 70s, early 80s, went on to produce in America and produced um, Pat Benatar's All Fired Up. There's some music trivia for today. Um, things are coming up. Um, there's lots of things happening. There's always lots of things going on. And there's another... Report of great interest. Um in today's age, um on page thirty five, um the headline if you're on the internet, um, film puts women's pleasure on the agenda, women buying sexual services, a reality that's often overlooked, dismissed and sanitised writes hillary Cordwell, who is a sexologist with a PhD in social science at the University of New South Wales. Now I haven't seen this film, good luck to you. Um um, um, since starring as retired religious education teacher Nancy Stokes Who employs a sex worker in the recent film Good Luck to You Leo Grand um, Emma Thompson has been vocal about the effect playing the role of um, Had on her private life She now understands the patriarch is the system supporting the slut shaming of empowered women And robbing them of their true sexual potential And she is angry Well I'll be um, It's how you use your anger I'm, I have the saying I'd much rather be accused of being angry at discrimination than be accused of committing discrimination and then how we make that anger productive. Um, anger is not bad in itself. It's how it's used and who we, how we deal with it and how we um, take the energy. Um, and um, Hillary quite rightly um, says what has um, um, been... Um, and this is a quote from the article. Quote: What has seemed glaringly obvious in the in the omission from the otherwise sex positive feminist conversation of support for Nancy's sexual awakening has been the significance of the sex worker Leo played by Daryl McCormack. Leo gives Nancy an education into the political and sexual plight of her status as a woman, and I think that's very very interesting. Women can and do learn sexual life skills from sex workers of women paying for the service of sex workers are found to be transformative in any doctoral research about women buying sexual services in Australia. And, um, well, just there's a subtlety in there which we'll come to in a second. Um, acquiring the skills that um, women needed to control and um, you know lead their sexual activity gives women a sense of power that challenges stereotypes about women's sexuality and gendered roles that may keep them subservient in positions to uh, men. Women buying sexual services have often been largely overlooked or dismissed due to the skewed way in which we think about the sex industry. Well, totally agree with that. And um, the fact that women buy sexual services from sex workers has been um, sanitised by arguments not many women do this, not true. Uh, I would like I would like to, in fairness, see the evidence, but I'm sure it's there. And the behaviour of um, women and men buying sexual services is different, also not true. Um, so we don't know how many people buy sexual services because sex work is so stigmatised and often people won't admit that they might pay for sex, whether it's of any four um, so um, you know that um, most people don't know that buying sexual services including human connection and intimacy, and there's lots of reasons it can be very therapeutic and um, others are shifting energies for example and um that um, I really like this comment. Another reason why we don't know how many women buy sexual services is because gender role purists construct men as being inherently exploitative when they buy sexual services from women, but um, women doing the same thing as errant. And that's where the little hint came in. I mean, this says women buying sexual services. Now, you might get the services from a male sex worker, you might get them from a female, and you might get them from a non-binary type of sex worker. Um, And... Half of the twenty-one women that Hillary interviewed for her research said they had therapeutic goals, ranging from healing sexual trauma or physical conditions such as um, vagina, vaginas, sorry, vaginas, mass, um painful or impossible penetration. Others wanted to learn about their bodies and experiment different desire or types of partners, and um, you know responses to receiving pleasure. So I think this is a really good conversation to have. And of course, in a world where hopefully we value all genders and sexualities equally, um, the woman could be um, paying another woman, as I say, paying a man or paying a non-binary person. And um, it's really important that we get past gender stereotypes in sex work um, as an educator um, whilst often my focus is, the, well, I call it the centre of the intersection in you know, a session, is LGBTIQ and particularly trans, um, one of the things when we do try to talk about intersectionality is, um, is your you, you can have a service that is LGBTIQ or trans-friendly. Is it sex worker friendly? And why do we say that? Because research from Victoria's peer-based sex work organisation, Vixen Collective, found that two-thirds of sex workers are I will say LGBTQ. Um, I don't think there'd be, and we don't know about intersex and or asexual, aromantic. And I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, You know, if let's say you, a person does come to you and wants, for example, a consensual threesome of some sort, it might be um, regardless of gender. So um, there's one possibility so I think it's really important that sex work is looked at positively from a queer perspective because so many sex workers do come under um, the rainbow somewhere. Um, and there yeah, are just a lot of myths out there. Um, and great to see uh, Victoria's um, sex work laws reformed earlier this year and um, get up to a much better standard than where they were. And um, the idea that we criminalise sex work just seems quite frankly bizarre it's a form of work it's um if someone people want to do it then that's their right and um and they for freedom um but the fa- the part that gets me is where people devalue sex work and say it's anti-feminist well if a woman pays another woman for sex work services i don't see how that can be anti-feminist myself um if anyone can could explain how it is um you know i'm popping to the show um with your thoughts um right let's keep the music coming and let's have a track from colin hay i re-watched a fantastic documentary on colin hay the who in australia will say is well known as the lead singer of men at work in the 1980s um and you just search for colin hay documentary on your youtube it's about um it's 84 minutes one hour 24 minutes and he's a very, very thoughtful person um He left men at work, had a bit of a challenge um challenging time, and revitalized his music career as a solo artist um with many people saying he's the best troubadour in the world, just um does one person vocal guitar type of shows, and has done lots of albums since. But this is one of his standout tracks from his solo career, Um, and it's, I think, very queer relevant. Here's a track called Waiting for My Real Life to Begin. Let's hope that queers can be themselves safely as soon as they can and get on with their real life. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR, On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
3: My ship is coming in I'll keep checking the horizon And I'll stand on the bow And feel the waves come crashing Crashing down, down, down on me And you say, be still my love Open up your heart, let the light shine in Don't you understand, I already have a plan I'm waiting for my real life to begin. When I woke today, suddenly nothing happened. But in my dream, I slew the dragon and down this beaten path, up this cobbled lane, walking in my own be here now, forget about the past, your mask is wearing thin, just let me throw one more dice, I know that I can win, I'm waiting for my real life. Any minute now, my ship is coming in. I'll keep checking the horizon, and I'll check my machine. Sure to be that call. happen soon, soon, or oh so very soon. It's just the times are and you say, be still waiting for my real life On a clear day I can see See by a long way On a clear day
0: 3CR, 8.55am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. And we just heard from Colin Hay from his album Going Somewhere, which was somewhat of a compilation at the time of some um, Colin Hay solo and Men at Work songs. Um, did have on it um, a revamped version of Overkill and um, that one is probably one of his best ever, in my opinion, from the solo career, waiting for my real life to begin. And um, lots of great Colin Hay solo work out there. Lots of other news going on. Um, One that's not so much queer-specific, but I just noticed this one come up um, thanks to The Guardian. A Victorian nightclub offers free lids after, quote, rampant and repeated reports of drink spiking in Warehouse Ballarat, um, now, uh, first of all, what I just, spiking drinks is a criminal offence, of course, and it's a sad indictment that, um, you know, we can't pre- prevent it, but I don't know how you do short of massive, um, CCTV type surveillance. Um, and, um, he, the owner of this club says that he ends up driving a number of people to hospital. Now their solution is that they've, um, offered free lids to patrons in an effort to stop drink spiking. And, um, these lids from what the photos look like, look like, um, there's just some sort of foil with a straw hole in them and that, um, would hopefully get past it. Um, and they are recyclable foil lids, um, which is of course important as well. Um, this show surrounded by environmental type of programs and, um, nature programs being out of the blue at 11.30 and freedom of species talking all things, animal advocacy at one o'clock, um, and um obviously maybe one I hope this doesn't happen in queer clubs I mean theoretically could of course but it's maybe one that some of our queer clubs need to consider um on a historical note by godfrey it's the 50th anniversary of number 96 which was a television show in Australia in the 1970s and of major relevance to this show um there were um a few things sex scenes and nudity um, some actors contractually obliged to strip, and gay sexuality was presented as a vibrant part of life. Um, with Joe Hasham playing Don and John Orksic as Simon, and it was presented with um, sympathy and empathy, and um, um, did very well. And there's a famous scene where a an attract well a female is trying to sort of um, to say how attracted she is to Joe jo Hashem's character, Don, and he, he said, I can't, I'm a homosexual. Um But it was um, done with sympathy and empathy, perhaps not so much. Um, I don't think that um, it was mixed feelings. There was a gay character in one of the early series of Dallas, the U.S. soap, And Bobby Ewing um, was highly critical of his lifestyle. Bobby the nice guy. I don't even know what JR had to think of it. Um, Of course, number 96 also featured Carlotta, a trans woman. Now, yes, some of Carlotta's views in more recent times are perhaps not what a lot of trans people would agree with. But you'd have to at least give credit to Carlotta for giving visibility in that time when there was just so little and anything remotely positive or courageous And the biopic that was on TV around eight years ago, um, I thought was very well done. And a lot of trans people in a nice way said they couldn't watch it because it was too realistic in terms of how it portrayed the transphobia. But um, I thought it was, um, but I think that's a good, in a way a a good comment to make because um, it spoke truly to what trans people sadly faced. Um, And, um, I think it is still there on it might still be there on ABC iView, Um and um it's um I thought it was well portrayed. Um there was one classic scene in that Carlotta biopic um where um she and another um per, another person who um well, the other person I think was more a game gay male drag queen character were hauled before a court for um some form of um indecent behaviour just for being who they were and now, whether this actually happened or not, or whether it was dramatization, Carlotta says to the judge, "Who are you sitting there in your wig and gown to sit in judgment in us sitting in there here in ours case dismissed. Um, good call. Um, who needs expensive lawyers when you 've got um, Carlotta um, pioneering the way and I think that um, was really, really awesome so it 's important that we understand our queer history. Um, I played um, by coincidence the message for the Queer Ways art project, which looks at queer a bit of queer history in the city of Yarra. Um, I say with pride, yours truly, and my colleague James McKenzie from In Your Face on 3CR um, had the honour to um, do some voiceover work for that awesome piece of work, um, the Queer Ways Art Project, check it out. Let's have some more music and a happy birthday wish is in order. Uh, I honestly last night had four tracks out of the five already picked and I just couldn't find the fifth one. And Facebook can do useful things. When my um, reminders of birthdays came up today, who has a birthday? Emma Wall. So happy birthday to you, Emma. Um, And, well, for all of the... Let's see if I can get this right around the 1,440 minutes of today. It's your birthday, so you can have your birthday any minute now. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Bisexual Alliance Victoria is a not-for-profit organisation dedicated to equality and justice for multi-gender attracted people, including bi, pan, regardless of label or no label at all, their partners and allies. Bisexual Alliance runs discussion groups in person and online. The group offers a safe and fun space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your sexual identity, and provide peer support. Bisexual Alliance is especially keen to hear from multi-gender attracted people in regional and rural Victoria. Donations of $2 or more to Bisexual Alliance are now tax deductible. For more information visit our website at buy-alliance.org, email info at buy-alliance.org or find us on Facebook or Twitter. A 3CR supporter.
1: 3CR
0: 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan, with Sally first broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, Thanks for your company. We just heard pride of the messages from Emma Wall from her album Sneak from way back, I think, around the turn of the century, but it's still a classic. And happy birthday again to Emma. Thank you for all your entertainment for us over the years, and particularly in queer communities. And um, um, any minute now. Um, it's an interesting one. Um, just uh, not queer, but just came up in The Guardian, which I had to smile at. Um, Midnight Oil and Missy Higgins Bring thousands of older festival goers To Broken Hill um, Yes I wonder if they've got um, I don't know comfortable beds for people like me At these festivals But it is a an interesting thing That not all of us are younger people going to We want to go to festivals And we want to listen to the types of music we do Reminds me um, of Boulder Which happens on the first Sunday of every month So two weeks away For Bi Plus People Over 40 An online discussion group and coming up um, this um, Tuesday, you just heard the message for Bisexual Alliance Victoria, of which I am a committee member. And um, the you can um, um, find the look at our page on Facebook or Twitter or contact Bi Alliance and get um, register for the um, link um, for the online event, which is on Zoom, 7.30 Eastern on Tuesdays. Um, Channel 31, um, having lots of queer broadcasting on Friday nights. Um, The fabulous Lance TV, um, sometimes a a very good friend of Deb Lord, who was our guest two weeks ago. Um, And that's live, uh, 9 o'clock on Fridays, followed by Bent TV at 10. Um, So check out that. And, of course, usually um, repeated on the internet somewhere. You can find it again. And I couldn't help noticing. um, Only I could notice this. At midnight, as um, just as Saturday starts, restier girl. Does that have anything to do with wrestling? And then um, at half past midnight um, on Friday, battle championship wrestling. I'm not obsessed with wrestling. Seriously, I'm not. Other things that are coming up during the week. Um, another example for trans people, particularly trans men and non-binary. The shed um, have their meeting um, on Sunday afternoon. Check out. Um, the ShedSupport.org.au for lots of info about that and I um, have a very com- I've had the honor I was a honorary girly whirly in the shed once and it's a very comfortable shed indeed the shed support.org.au um, and um, always there's lots of stuff going on for all the parts of our communities um, as it happens. Now, I got um, pinned in on social media to a um, an article. I know this is one of the topics that uh, I'm going to use it more to, to get our viewpoint across. And this is this nonsense about trans women in sport. Um, and an article in Pink News in the UK, Rugby's Gay World Cup begs sports bosses to ditch trans. athlete bans it's causing serious harms um, and um, um, through excluding And the Bingham Cup founded, um, in memory of Mark Bingham, one of the brave passengers who fought back against hijackers on board United Airlines Flight 93 on September 11, 2001. Gosh, over 20 years already. Um, You know, we um, and Bingham diverted the plane away from a Washington, D.C. landmark to a field in Pennsylvania. And um, so the Bingham Cup was set up in his honour. And um, um, Charbel... Shuri of Bingham Cups Board told Pink News trans children and teenagers experience poor health across all indicators measured by public health agencies. But we, it says here, if, we'll say when they can play support in a safe and supportive environment, it could provide with many much needed health and psychosocial benefits. And um, a recent summit um, um, of... Um, um the bingham Cup um has started a strategy focusing on focusing on reversing world rugby's policy i'd be very interested to hear about that I'd have to do some um investigative journalism on that during the week and find out what's going on um because it's seriously it's just it's a totally illogical approach this um you know banning all trans women. Um, and I've I've got a question here, which will be a little provocative. In terms of sw- women's swimming, we're due to have the Olympics in Brisbane in 2032. Australian law, um, in terms of um, sport, um, has takes the approach of um, unfair advantage based on strength, stamina and physique, whereas FINA has taken the more, in my opinion, um, overarching or more um, overreaching approach is a better word, Of banning all trans women um, without exception, so can FINA come and have the Olympics in um, the women's swimming Olympics in Australia and thumb its nose at our laws? Mm. Hmm. Don't know if anyone's thought about that, but maybe we're going to have to get on and think about it. Um, So um, lots to consider there, but yeah, I have I've stayed away from the sport issue because it's just so emotive and nonsensical. Such bad process by FENA um, that the whole thing was kept in secret. We don't know how well trans women were consulted, if at all, and intersex women, we should hasten to add, if they are equally affected. Um, we'd since found out that the final report was presented 14 minutes before delegates voted on it. Now, I've been on boards and committees for years. And the idea that you would get a 24-page report and have 14 minutes to read, digest, and vote on it without being able to investigate it for yourself, if you had, um, you know, concerns about it, is just utterly poor governance. And it's just overall a lack of holistic leadership from technocrats who they did consult. Um, sorry to say this, but um, lawyers at times um, just don't often have. The, sometimes don't have the human touch. Scientists sometimes don't have the human touch. And FINA's leadership, in my opinion, certainly lacked it. An appalling decision, and other sports have followed since. I don't buy into the arguments. their steri- their sex and gender stereotyping. They assume all trans women are tall and muscular. I also give full um, credibility to the point made by. Um, Ada Chung, an endocrinologist here in Melbourne, who said that trans women might appear to have a a four-wheel drive chassis, but we've got a four-cylinder engine in it. And that's about right. I certainly don't have the strength, stamina and physique I had um, prior to hormones or even a few years ago. So quite nonsensical. Um, And that needs to be put out there. But will mainstream media and American legislators listen to facts and common sense and balance? Probably not. That's why we have, as um, some of our messages today said um, from Bob Brown and Jane Clifton and others, why we need to talk about these issues in depth on community radio. We also get to play a whole range of music, and I'll take it out today with someone who also sadly left us um, over 20 years ago, but still did amazing music, um, John Lee Hooker, and here he is with Carlos Santana on guitar, amongst others, and a track called The Healer, let's hope we can all heal. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner, Freedom of Species, coming up next, talking all things animal advocacy. Once again, I'm Sally Goldner, not Scott Morrison. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll catch you next week.